Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Willkommen, bienvenue, welcome to Max Mike Movies, the show that dares to wear white after Labor Day. You didn't. I did. I'm a rebel. I'm out there. (laughs) Don't even try to stop me. I'll tear the label off mattresses. Wearing white, okay. I'm out of control. You never wear white. I did in a wedding once, and I looked a so much like a white. I wore a white dinner jacket, and I, I was trying to look like Humphrey Bogart, and I looked like not even a head waiter, but the fish waiter or something. A oh, fish waiter. Yep, I'm sure there's a waiter dedicated not just to fish in some restaurants. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The uh, fish wrangler. <laughs> fish butler, yes. You're a fish sommelier. <laughs> you're, yes, you're piscus sommelier. Ooh, you said piss. Anyway. <laughs> uh, today we continue our series, You Can't Make Me, You Can't Make Me. A Cronenbergian nightmare wherein Mike and I <laughs> take turns forcing the worst cinematic ipecacs on each other that we can while still maintaining a functioning social relationship. Um, this, yeah, if you call farting in a in a phone booth, like, yeah, social, yeah. Okay. Th- this week, it's my turn with the clown hammer, and I'm clobbering <laughs> Mike with the animated war crime that is the Emoji Movie. Mm. I'm, today, <laughs> I'm today's pain giver, Max Levine, and over there is my walking bullseye, Mike Luce. Yeah. Ow! 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 Stop it! Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, this one... <laughs> This one saw me coming. <laughs> the show. Yes, this is a 2017 technically animated movie. And I have not seen it. Mike has. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. So I am go- I'm going to try to sum up the plot just based on the previews I've seen. This is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Okay. So from what I can tell, this is some sort of existential horror movie. The premise is that the emoji icons in your phone are all sentient and have a complex society and civilization. That just freaks me out. It's a dystopian fascist society where every emoji has one single task, designated by their physical appearance and determined at birth. The story follows one emoji whose desire to change his destiny to perform a task other than that assigned to him by the unseen powers that be, threatens the established order, and may bring down the emoji civilization he seeks to serve. Hijinks ensue! (laughs) And I gotta say, right off, this sounds an awful lot like Wreck-It Ralph. So, your description is both highly prescient and far more interesting than what actually happens. Oh, no, really? <laughs> I mean, you're, oh, you're, the way you described it, it sounds more like, you know, Pink Floyd's The Wall. It's like, okay, yeah. but hey, that could be really interesting. <laughs> Guess what? It's it not. Isn't? It's not. Okay. <laughs> so, but let me before we get to trivia, the plot yeah. is more or less. Mm-hmm. So the meh emoji is having his first day at work, but lo and behold, he's not just meh, he's different. And the phone they all live in is owned by a slightly awkward teen named Alex, who's interested in this girl but doesn't know how to talk to her. And Meh's parents don't know what to do with their weird son. When Meh bombs out on his first day, Smiley threatens to have him erased, so Meh and his new friend High Five go off on wacky adventures to find the true meaning of Christmas. Or, Or something. But can Meh's parents reconcile their differences and realize their true selves? What? Can Meh... Will Alex and get together with Addy? Does anyone care? And what about Zangief's ass? <laughs> what about Zangief's ass? So yeah, wait, wait, you wait. Were, uh, who's Smiley? Who's who's High Five? Who are these people? They're they're emoji Max. They're oh what? Max. So Max doesn't understand. So Max, yeah. younger people, yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. typing out words. Press cute little pictures to express themselves and sending text messages. Does this have something to do with the jazz music? (laughs) Yeah, you're the jazz singer. So, (laughs) listen, Grandpa, can I have a show? You've got a farm I'd like to put on a theater. So, yeah. Wow, there's a deep, deep dig. To a film I've never actually seen. I think it's an Andy Hardy film, which, hey, go ahead, look it up, I dare you. Oh, what, the whole My Dad's Got a Barn, let's put it That's not an Andy Hardy movie. That is all Andy Hardy movies. Oh, That's pretty much all of the Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney movies. 
So it's a problem that can be only solved by musical theater. Exactly. Musical theater, <laughs> this is a little-known historical fact. Before World War II, all problems could be solved with musical theater. And what amazes me is there were no gay people Nope, then. there were so not one. I don't know how they had musical theater. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you, the, uh, some of your things you mentioned in your little uh, uh, guessing wrap-up there should bring about some very disturbing questions, such as the talent they're given when they're born. Yeah. This implies that emoji have sex and give birth. Oh! Okay. And we'll get to this in my notes and your questions, but yeah. yeah. Complex. You used the word complex. Uh, it was really hard not to laugh. Oh, dear. Um, there is nothing complex about this movie. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but go ahead. There must okay. be tons and tons of trivia. Yeah, I figure you couldn't get through that with a straight face. There really isn't that much, but there's some stuff. First off, yeah. the budget for this was about $50 million, which is... Oh, and I don't know where it got spent. Oh. Maybe they went to Sardi's or the Brown Derby oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, how, this is gonna, how's this going to be a kick in the kneecap? The worldwide gross was $217 million. Which just boggles. And yet, there has been no threat of an Emoji movie, too. No, has, not, not that I know of. No. There's some major voices in this. Yes, there is. You know, T.J. Miller is a gene. <laughs> yeah, he's... The, the Met Emoji. James Corden's in there. Anna Faris. Now, uh, Patrick Stewart, who plays, I believe, a talking poo emoji. He does. Uh, and... Now, this, I have to say, I thought was really good casting. When I saw the preview this the, in the theaters yeah. for this movie, yeah. this is, it focused on Gene's father, who was voiced mm. by Stephen Wright. Best casting in the entire... Well, uh, mm. Mm. Oh, well... Is there better? Yeah, and I hate Please don't to... say Patrick Stewart. Mm. <laughs> we'll come oh, back. Oh, no, really? Uh, well, we'll come back to Patrick Stewart, okay, but let, it's let... a tie. It's a close tie. Not because okay. I think that yeah. Patrick Stewart gives the embodiment of poop with his voice, <laughs> but for other reasons, we'll get to that. But Stephen okay, Wright, we'll they could not have picked a better meh than Stephen Wright. The man is like a living concept of meh. Yeah. If you don't know Stephen Wright, Google him. Watch uh, him on right YouTube. With a W, he's uh, he he's famous for a very sort of low energy deadpan delivery. Yeah, he makes almost a monotone. He makes Ben Stein look energetic. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this uh, now this is my my mo the most interesting piece of trivia to me is on January thirteenth, two thousand eighteen, Saudi Arabia lifted their thirty five year ban on movie theaters. Mm. They didn't have any movie theaters, and they especially would not allow American movies to be shown. The first movie publicly shown in Saudi Arabia in 35 years was the Emoji Movie at a film festival in Jeddah as a double feature with Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. <laughs> the 2017 notable really only that Weird Al Yankovic wrote the theme song. You know, have you seen it? I never did. I, I've seen the video for the theme song, and the theme song is incredibly catchy. All right, here's the thing about Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants There's is... a sentence I bet you never thought you would hear on this. No, I bet you did. I bet, yeah, I'm pretty sure all of our listeners have simply been waiting for the sentence, here's the thing about Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants, yeah. the series, the books, is a series that is written specifically for, say, 7 to 10-year-old boys. Girls mm -hmm. might enjoy it too but it's really it's a seven to ten year old boys thing yeah and it appeals very well to that age group or if you still have any of that seven to ten year old in you it appeals to that too i watched it once i thought it was fun i enjoyed it okay cool so but like the <laughs> So, tell us about this Western culture. Ah, I know. Emoji movie and Captain Underpants. That'll yeah. tell you everything you need now, to know. Now, I have to say, on some level, I think this may have been very cunning of the Saudi government. Mm. Because it's like, oh, you, you want to see American movie? Of course. We will show you the Emoji movie. <laughs> what? You never want to see another American movie? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's up there. Yeah. Or down there. Now, down there. <laughs> also, this was the first feature-length animated movie Nominated by the Razzies for Worst Picture, Worst Director, and Worst Screenplay. Mm. It was also the first animated movie nominated for a Razzie for Worst Screenwriting since The Hunchback of Notre Dame in 96. Ooh. Yeah, which was nominated for Worst Film 
worst written film grossing over $100 million. <laughs> Let's narrow that down, shall we? Yeah. Uh, eventually, the Emoji Movie won all five of its nominated Razzies. Yay! Including Worst Picture and Worst Director. Yeah. Uh, film critic Chris Stuckman called this movie the worst movie of 2017. Yeah. TJ, according to T.J. Miller, who may not be the best source, but he says this was the fastest produced animated movie in history. Yeah, did you see what they did to him when they premiered this at uh, Venice? Oh, yes. I read about it. I didn't see it, but I read about it. They made him come in on a parasail? <laughs> yeah, he parachuted in. Um, oh. Apparently, it didn't, uh, it didn't go over well. He didn't hurt himself, did he? No, no. Just, it's like, you know, parachute, jump, land, ta-da, the emoji movie. <laughs> Yes, because nothing says emoji like parasailing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the movie was shown with a short, Puppy, a Hotel Transylvania short. Yeah. It should tell you quite a lot right there. Mm. You know who yeah. does, you know who's in those? Mr. Adam Sandler. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, <laughs> so this movie also was well known because, well, of a bit of a screw up from Sony Pictures when they were trying to promote it. A week before the movie came out, they tweeted a rather awkward picture parodying the Hulu series The Handmaid's Tale. Ooh. Yeah, they had that character Smiley in the handmaid, one of the handmaid outfits. It was immediately met with criticism for being tasteless, if you consider the content and theme of the series, and the tweet was deleted. Aww. Yeah. And, uh... The original title was Emoji Movie, Express Yourself. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Express this. Yes. <laughs> Express that's pain. Pretty, Where's the pain that's, emoji? <laughs> that's pretty much it. The rest of the trivia I found on this was mostly the large mix of both celebrity cameo voices and real voice actors like Tara Strong. Yeah. Who are in this. Yeah, they're they're in the they and the rest. Yeah, no, the, most yeah. of the trivia for this film happens between the opening and closing credits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The lowdown. So, I just, oh. real quick, my first question just to you. I know yeah. you're going to be asking the questions. Was uh, does it still hurt? Yes. Okay. Yes, it still does. So that we're referring to pixels last week, because of course we have yeah, to decide who yeah. wins this hand. Um, I still keep. I'm still having flashbacks to that fake. Prof- uh, inventor of uh, Pac-Man. Yeah. At least it wasn't like you know. Did he? He didn't do the yes. What is it? Uh, so Solly or that any of that no. horrible? No, he didn't. He didn't do like the. He, he's an actual. You know, he speaks with a real Japanese accent. His English okay. was okay. Yeah. Oh, there. Although there is, I think I told you a sequence where Josh Gad, the socially inept. Well, excuse me. One of the socially inept ones, probably the most socially inept. When he meets him, he actually tries he pretends to speak japanese to him and he's basically making it up ah uh. he's doing the whole <laughs> yes that's that's the joke folks right that's the that is the joke of the whole scene so now yeah to your questions because oh. i'm sure there's many let's, of let's, them oh yeah well i got a few first off it's just based on the animation mm-hmm. how's the movie look it's really in the fine category. It's fine. Okay. There's it's just nothing. Competent. It's competent. I mean, it's it's not gonna win it. I well, it did win a prize, but not the kind you're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> not it's, what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, it's not embarrassing, but it's it's not memorable either. You know, mm-hmm. there's no textures to. Sp- I mean, there sort of is, but not really. So, uh, like for example, um, uh, illumination, their animation. Uh, and their character design tends not to be top of the heap, but it's yeah. adequate and it works well. The movie Sing comes to mind. There's some yeah. texture in there. It's not if you compare like Sing to Zootopia, which a lot mm. of people were before they came before it came out because Zootopia came first. And it's like, oh my god! And then this came out, and it's like, yeah. what? It, it's the same thing. It's not. Well, um, it isn't, but yeah, it's anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, yeah. In the case of Sing, the story and the performances were good enough that you. It doesn't matter. Like, it's a good story. It's a fun story. And you actually like the characters. There's a lot going on. The music's very catchy. Of course, it's it's, it's a jukebox musical, right? Because there's nothing new yeah. for it. Yeah. And it's fine. You don't care about it. And this, it's kind of the same way. It's like there's nothing making you go, bleh. But there's nothing making you go, cool, or I want to buy that. So it's... Yeah, it's so it's it, not like there's no, there's no Pixar shots. There's no, like... <laughs> 
because you know Pixar a lot of their movies they have these moments where you just look at something and go oh my god that's gorgeous no that's so beautiful no. I, I didn't think so no I mean I kind of I would have been kind of shocked if there had been no nope nope I mean you know it doesn't look like there's a hand puppet but it's not yeah it's fine it's fine it, the the question I, I mentioned in the beginning how much of a ripoff of wreck it ralph is this because a lot of the plots at least from the previews it sounds the same it's oh i'm a i'm a computer generated character who's dissatisfied with my existence and i'm going to go and try to change it but that's going to upset the natural order i i mean here's the thing i've seen wreck it ralph i when i saw it in the theaters i wasn't actually very enamored of it um, I know you liked it better than I did initially. I did. I liked it a lot. And uh, we had the same problem with the second one. I thought the second one was absolutely pointless, yeah. and you, you enjoyed it. The only part we liked is how it felt sort of like it sort of mirrored uh, our friendship, because I left. Of course, you left first. Mm. Um, I didn't, <laughs> oh, here we go. I didn't channel Wreck-It Ralph at all, while I didn't wasn't oh, okay. thinking Wreck-It Ralph, even though there's very river reason to do so. Um, I, they they go into into social media things just like you see in Wreck It Ralph, uh, and one of my my uh, notes was that the um, product placement is very egregious. It's terrible. It's blatant. It's loud. Oh. It's obvious. Um, but I didn't channel it. Now that you brought it up, oh yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like I I don't want to be this thing. Oh no, what shall I do? And one of the worst problems is that. This, the whole premise, as thin as it is, doesn't make any sense to, from the start. So, oh, okay, you, how come? Tell well, me. Well, for one thing, ten minutes in, the movie actually states its own premise or theme. Be yourself, TM. Like, it actually says, uh, they say that. One of the characters says it. It's like, okay, so you've now told me this. I'm going to spend the next hour and 20 minutes hearing you talk oh. about this for this. Yeah, whatever. Um, but the other, the rest of the premise that doesn't make sense is you literally can't ask this movie a single question. Nothing. Well, can't, wait a minute. How can you? But you can't ask any movie any questions. Yes, you can. You can sit there and go, how did Rick end up in this place? Why is Rick so cold? Oh, it's. Oh, you the, mean, but the, and the movie answers the question. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't ask this movie questions because it has no answers. You, it oh, feels so, like, Well, that's different. You can ask them. You just will never get an answer. Right. That's what I mean, though. Okay. It's like you, you, yeah. if you start poking at things, there's nothing that can poke back and oh. say, oh, because this. You know, I mean, in some cases, this is a good thing because you don't want to hear words like midichlorians, but you do. <laughs> um, and in some cases, you, like in the case of the Force, we don't care. We don't want to know. We want don't want to go to the Force planet and find out the Force Queen or wherever the Force, the Borg Queen. It's like that. We don't want yeah. to know. We don't need it. But in this film, it's like well, if you ask things like, um, "Why are there neighborhoods for emoji?" They're a neighborhood? Yes. And why are there good ones and bad ones? Why is there crime? What? Why are there bathrooms? Like it's like Wait, do what? Emo- they have bathrooms? Yes, they do. And so emojis have bodily functions? Well, yes, apparently. Do they eat? I don't know. Oh my god. It's but you can't ask any of these things. So even oh. with the premise of be yourself, it's like part of it's like be yourself or what? You know, so in this case, we've got the parents, Mr. and Mrs. Meh. I don't, they actually have names. I don't remember the Mez name. The Mez name is Jean. Jean. I, I, I don't know. (laughs) Like, it's not just Meh. His name's Jean. I just looked it up. Sorry. Uh, The dad is Mel. Right. Right. And the mother is Mary Meh. Right. Okay. I can't imagine why you didn't remember that. (laughs) Yeah. So, this is leading into all sorts of different things, but so like one, the bathroom, there's a bathroom scene. That's how I know there's a bathroom. There's a bathroom scene. And uh. here's the thing. This film did make me laugh three times. Really? Whoa. And one of them wow, was... Wow, that's more than Pixels. Pixels, I think, made me laugh once. And all three of the laughs I got were from Patrick Stewart as the poop. And okay, I can... Okay, I completely believe that. Yeah, tell me, talk about that. Talk right. about him. So, uh, he's he's barely there. Like, he's... he. Mm. I literally think it took Patrick Stewart 10 minutes to do this film. <laughs> they probably said, um, excuse me, Sir Patrick, we will give you a million dollars if you will come in one morning between, say, I don't know, breakfast and lunch, whenever you like, we'll need <laughs> you for 10 minutes, you have five lines. Uh, I think I can do that. And then he, you know, that's it. Um, It's five lines. Yeah. So roughly the first joke, I actually was writing the note saying three minutes in and I laughed and I didn't remember the joke, but the other two. So at one one point he has a son 
because there's children in this, which I don't understand. Yeah, like, I don't get that. So, so sure. again, it's like, wait, emoji age? Okay, whatever. And they, um, and they can breed. I I don't even want to think. I don't, just don't. Ugh. Mary yeah. and Mel, I don't, yeah, bonk, bonk, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so the, the young poop. <laughs> The young, poop. The, young poop. Yes. the young poop is coming. How would you like to have that on your resume? <laughs> young poop. Well, I was the voice of young poop. <laughs> he's credited he's in there. <laughs> okay, folks, we may have lost Mike for a few minutes. No, so I mean, I'm just describing this is so much funnier than the whole movie. Uh, so the young poop is coming out of a bathroom stall. <laughs> Oh dear! Wow, I, I swear this is probably a better reaction than anyone in the theater had. But. If you think about it, why is the poo coming out of the stall? Oh God, yeah. Why would a poop be using a bathroom stall? I mean, I would think it would be afraid of it, right? It's kind of existential. Yeah, that's like it's doom. That's its, its ultimate destruction. So anyway, we're in the bathroom because uh, uh, Matt is trying to psych himself up for his first day in the job. And here's your job. You sit in your little emoji cube. And if your your person is going to use you, you get scanned so they can use the scan of your face to then show up in the message. Mm-hmm. Right. So they don't get to keep the scan and just use that because then there's no plot. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah. So we're in the bathroom, the little baby poop. Come <laughs> I said baby poop. <laughs> oh boy. The, the baby poop comes out. <laughs> He's got toilet paper stuck to his foot. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> Toilet paper stuck to his foot. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sorry, folks. I can't help it. I don't just it happened. He comes out and his father Patrick Stewart's there, who's Daddy Poop, I guess. I don't know. And they go to leave. They leave the bathroom hand in hand, chanting, "We're number two. We're number two. Oh dear. And I, I, it made me laugh. I thought it was funny. And okay. then later on, when Matt screws up his his first day on the job, and they're deciding what to do, the Father Poop, Mr. Poop, whatever his name is, says, well, everybody has accidents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I laughed. And I, yeah, okay, so now everyone knows, hey, you know, does is, is Mike really so low that he finds fart humor really, really funny? The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Wait a minute, how does Gene screw up? So, here's the deal. Um, <laughs> as much of a deal <laughs> as it is, and it's no deal, trust me. When you're when you're going to be scanned, this is a real time thing because reasons of maybe stuff. I'm not sure. Um, you have to make your face, which every emoji in the film except for Gene. Uh, that's all the that's all they do. So when they first wander by, like you know, the crying emoji, it's la it's trying to laugh, but it can't because all it can do is cry. It sees something funny, it cries. That's just what you do. Um, yeah. And if you're the heart emoji, you know, the heart in your eyeballs, it's just whatever. Whatever the, your, the emoji is, that's all you do. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. And that's the theme of this movie. Ah, break out of your mold. So he goes to be scanned because Alex is trying to send the met emoji to Addie. So in, in response to a text he got from her. And Gene blows it and makes all these different faces at the same time. And yeah. uh, he gets stuck. I think the one he gets stuck on is this weird mix. So he's like got one eye crossed out, one eye is really big, his tongue sticking out. So it's a mixture of emotions all displayed at one time. Okay, so it's the seizure. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah, thankfully there were no Pokemon moments in this movie. <laughs> um, and so this, he sends it and he's like, wow, what happened? And it's embarrassing because she doesn't know what to make of it. And this is the, this subplot, unfortunately, makes its way through the entire film because oh, you care. Uh-huh. Uh and at this point, they're worried that uh, because he's had a malfunction, this could affect everybody else. So this is where the rest of the plot ensues, where Smiley, who is the head emoji because she's the most used, I guess. Um, oh, it's is, the sm- she's the smiley face emoji? Yeah. So okay. she's she's calling forth the evil uh, uh, robotrons, whatever they're called. They're the little uh, antivirus robots to oh. um, delete or reprogram, they're going to reprogram Matt so that he is, in fact, Matt. 
Okay. Meanwhile, of course, his parents are all horribly embarrassed because, and I will admit, when Stephen Wright and I don't remember the woman who plays Mary are wandering around being well, mad. Jennifer Coolidge. They do a good job at that, and it's actually mm -hmm. kind of fun to hear some of the dialogue that's supposed to be either excited, sad, disappointed, or anything, just being read like this. It's uh, it's cute, you know. It it okay. that that was that was all the actors and nothing to do with the screenwriting. Yeah. So. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, so. Do you, I mean, so part of this is an external and an internal. The internal is the emoji, and the outside world is this, this kid, Alex. Yeah. This, Does he have a personality? No. Uh, I, I, the one thing I can give to this movie, though, the two, if you want to call them main human characters, and uh -huh. here I have to say that the uh, character design is about as bland as you get. Um, uh. Do you like unsalted butter? Because it's like that. <laughs> um, Ouch. Alex and Addie are not white. Alex is, okay. I'm guessing, Hispanic. Um, we can't really tell because we don't know last names. We don't hear accents or anything because, of course, accents equals bad, I guess. And Addie is Asian. So there's that one tiny little check mark I can give to this movie. But we spend, like, we'll cut away from the main plot, such as it is, and go check in and see how Alex is doing being awkward trying to talk to Addie. And, of course, the other part mm -hmm. is that uh, as the phone seems to be malfunctioning more and more because the characters are, and we'll get to the, are trying to <laughs> fix Mam. Mam's going to go somewhere. Instead of being deleted, he wants to be reprogrammed, and they have to go looking for some other character. Wait, he, want, he wants to be reprogrammed. Well, he wants to be, what? he thinks he wants to actually just be Mam so that he can stay and, and the oh, phone okay. won't. Because what happens is Alex is like, wow, my phone's messed up. I'm going to go to the. Uh, nondescript phone store and have them fix my phone. Here's the main problem with this. Uh, oh boy, this, this this is getting way more complicated than it needs to be. So they uh, high five. Who is James Corden? And who does fine? I you know if somebody wants to hire James Corden to do more voices, he's fun. You know, I like his voice. It's it's fun. Um, he's upset because he used to be one of the top emojis, and so he could go to the top emoji parties. I kid you not. Um, because because wow. there, there's class in the <laughs> there's, there's actually social classes among the emojis. Yep, yep. And he used yeah. to be in the top, and now he's not. And so he and and uh, Meh become friends, and he's thinking, hey, I know, I'll go with you, and together we'll meet this 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 um, hacking character that will put me back in the top ten. I'll turn you back into Meh, so you won't be causing problems, and everybody will be happy. Which it's pretty obvious from there. And, and does this person live in the Emerald City? Uh, no, she actually starts off at a dive bar. Um, and, it, uh, and then he, they have dive bars for emojis. So emojis drink. Okay. <laughs> okay, sure. So, so here's the problem here, because this is where it ties in and makes also no sense. Um, the film gets... Uh, the film the, <laughs> yeah, the, the film does malfunction. The phone malfunctions more and more because they're trying to do these things. And what happens is um, High Five has been outside the message app before which is of course scary because ooh, and he has found mm -hmm. the pirating app which has been skinned meaning it's it's yeah. icon has been changed to look like a dictionary uh so that the app so that his parents don't know alex's parents don't know so obviously alex is somewhat savvy right he knows he, okay. where to get a pirate app he knows how to download and get a pirating app onto his phone he knows how to skin it so his parents don't know that he has this thing but the B-plot, which is Alex and Addie, where Alex has to go get his phone erased, he has to make an appointment at the phone store so they can help him erase the phone. He's going to wipe the whole phone. Yeah, and start from scratch. Ah, so this is, this, is the conf this is the central tension. The conflict is that everything, their whole emoji civilization will be, di will be erased and reset to zero. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Sure. They don't. They don't talk about that. I mean, they do, and it. I just whatever. I mean, because they state the premise in ten minutes. It's like, okay, so be yourself. So now we have to sit there watching him not be himself until the point yeah. where the the birds fly and the fairy princess whistles, and he <laughs> I actually I'm not making that up, and he realizes what? that he should be himself. But there you go. Because guess what? what? We meet another character who's not being themselves. Ooh, who's that? It's the love interest because you knew that was coming, right? Oh, certainly was the hacker. Yes, this is Jailbreak. Who? I'm sorry. Did you say jailbait? Jailbreak. Oh, oh, oh! 
Nice. Nice. Um, Sounded like jailbait. Yeah, so we have these two subplots. Yeah. Alex is trying to say hello to Addie, a girl he likes, and Jean's parents are coming to terms with the relationship. Oh, and then there's this, I guess, third subplot where um, this Ugh. jailbreak character we find out used to be... Spoilers! <laughs> Mm. and i hope i am uh used to be the princess emoji and didn't want to do all that stupid princess stuff so she now has blue hair and this cool knit cap with a little skull on it and she is jailbreak and she can do all sorts of hacky things although i will give her credit she never at any time says we're in oh good oh really yeah well, cause well that's unique with any hacking well to be and fair, she's voiced by anna faris right? yeah and to be fair yeah. they're already in so, yeah, you know, true. Really you have to go in anywhere. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. is that like the big third act twist is where you find out she was the princess? Yeah, her hat blows uh, off. Oh, dear. And a, and, a, and a, I think is it during the dance, there's a dance sequence. Of course there is. Um, yeah. Although, yeah, uh, this is all leading. Everything leads to like this other problem. It's really like this thread of crap. Um, yeah. And it's like, okay, so there's... For reasons and stuff, they have to make their way through a dance app because, you know, whatever. Right, because there are a lot of dance apps on phones. Uh, there might be. I don't know. I don't dance. Mm. Um, if anyone who's seen me knows I don't dance. Um, but here's the thing. So this is ostensibly a, a movie for kids, more or less, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know who it's for. It's not for humans. I, I don't know who it's for. But all of the music in this is from the 70s and 80s. Really? Yeah, so we get Twisted Sister, George Michael, Aha, uh -huh, The Tramps. It's like, really? Okay, uh, so that, that's obviously thrown in there for the parents. Yeah, um, but that's like not even the most egregious excuse for a soundtrack. Um, they actually go to the Spotify app, so there can be little chunks of many songs in the background that they can all say are part of the soundtrack. Uh. I <laughs> I know, so they're in this dance dance revolution app thing, and uh, which is I think is it Christina Aguilera somebody like that I can't remember okay. I don't care, um, and they have to dance their way through and at one point there's a breeze and her hat blows off and it's like what you're not who you thought you are okay and does he get all upset because she lied to him? No, he thinks okay, it's cool. good because that that's one of the. Uh... That's one of those awful cliches in movies. The, yeah. oh my God, you lied to me, so I hate you now. No, no, it's this film doesn't even get up to that level. So, uh, no. Okay. I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Did you say something uh, about poop? I think there was poop uh, in there. <laughs> uh, no, I was asking about Wreck-It Ralph. But, uh, mm. So, I think you've already answered this one, but is there any sense of originality in this movie? Oh, dear gods, no. I no. didn't think so. It's just a ripoff of everything else? It is literally everybody, or whoever, I don't know how many writers there are. I, I hope there wasn't more than one, because that just seems cruel. Um, but it's literally, and I can't even say it's sophomoric. It's really, like, fresh manic. <laughs> like, if somebody said to you, we need to make a oh, movie. Oh, there were six writers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um... So you know it's good. I, it's uh, yeah, so a lot of people don't know when you usually when you come up with an idea for a film, you might write a um, a brief treatment. You might write a a paragraph outlining the film. That's mm -hmm. what they used. Like literally, anytime if you was like, we need a story about emoji, go. The first thing somebody said, that's what they did. Whenever anything pops up, the first thing that would come to mind is what they did. There is no original anything in here. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. No. Um, you know, and then we get uh, all of the product placement. So it's like, oh, well, of course, we're going to go to visit all of the big named um, social media apps because, of course, we are. Um, so, you know, there, we, we wander into Facebook and we see Facebook things. Um, there's actually one point where we wander into Instagram and that's sort of part of the plot. Really? Whatever. You know, well, so the parents, I can't believe I'm talking about this. So the parents, um, they want to go and find their son before Smiley has him eradicated. Uh. And they run into problems because it turns out that, oh no, the reason that Matt is the way he is is because Mel has the same sort of quirk. He just doesn't have it as, as strongly as his son, Mad does. So he can make Gene. more than one expression. With effort. Yeah, he can. Um, and But they split up at one point, but then they meet together oh, in an goodness. Instagram photo that Alex's family took in Paris, yeah. and so they have a little romantic... Oh, dear. I mean, this is... I this know. sounds like part of the plot of Teen Wolf. Okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I, uh, you know, again, literally it was, I, I wasn't there, but it was some producer and the six writers and the producer says, I need this idea for this go. The first guy who rose his hand or woman who rose, rose, raised their hand, they won. Because uh, <laughs> we certainly didn't. It doesn't sound like it. No, uh. no. And in some of the, the social media, they handle very strangely. So like Instagram, they wander into an Instagram photo. And it's not just a photo. It's this whole 3D depiction of Paris. Oh. So it's like not just what's in frame. It's everything that was there at the time. So it's actually like a... a space-time image of paris except it's frozen but yeah yeah and oh, so they could like weird. it's like you the only thing you don't see is who took the photo which but they, you see all this stuff around that's out of frame it's still there so whatever and then they wander into youtube and for whatever reason they use real youtube videos you mean like with actual live action humans yeah that does not look really weird yeah okay <laughs> and doesn't then that kind of disrupt the sort of shake the illusion yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when they get to the behind the scenes part, when they're when they're um, you know not in the apps, they're actually in the 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 coding area of the phone. Guess what they made it look like? Just guess. Right. You'll never guess. Wait a sec. So they're behind the apps. They're they look like Tron. You, no. If you're behind the scenes, you're looking behind the images. What? Oh might God! You... Is it like behind a theater? Like? No, behind... it's the Matrix. <laughs> Oh, that was the next. My so, next Max, guess. Oh. you would not have been a writer, and they would have, because your first oh. idea was the wrong one. Oh, well. <laughs> you thought too creatively. Sorry. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, yeah. oh dear. And then, oh. so here's so here's what they're trying to do. They're yeah. trying to go. They're trying to get the, the three characters, High Five, and uh, Jailbreak, and Meh, are trying to get to the cloud. Why? Because then they can be free. Wait, what? So they want to actually wait. What? So yeah. they want to leave the. They actually want to physically or digitally or whatever leave the phone, yeah, and go out into the cloud, which is, by the way, not a thing. Right. It's just an idea. Well, it's it's a trash bin. Oh. Okay. Did yeah. they do it? Uh, yeah, sort of, kind of, in a way. What is the cloud like? Um, it's beautiful and full of ideas and, and yeah. free and, um, well, yeah. What does it look I, like? How do they it's depict just it? Stuff, pretty stuff, clouds. I get oh. it. Cause clouds, right? Oh, so they yeah. make it look like digital heaven. Um, so sort of like digital heaven meets wizard of Oz meets Tron kind of, but not oh. as interesting. <laughs> It's too bad because the way you're describing it, I could see it being really interesting. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm not doing a good job. I'm making it sound good. No, it's just a, a place where there's things and there's like, I know Smiley because she's the villain. Um, here's a, So here, this is all, again, this everything just sort of gets connected. So the main character is meh. Bad choice because it fully <laughs> describes the film. And uh, it describes the plot and describes the denouement or the denouement what, in okay, this case. What does, look, we're, we're not worried about spoilers. We always the tell denou, what happened. The denouement. How, how does it end? I mean, what happens? Does he um, stay in the cloud and live happily ever after? I, I think it ends with me writhing on the floor and screaming. No, Ooh. no, no. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so they're they're running from these these evil. Um, bots that that are the the uh reprogramming viro bots mm -hmm. right because they can zap anything which of course in some cases means useful stuff oh but whatever so the the evil bots show up in the dance dance revolution thing and they're all running from the i can't believe i'm describing this uh and they they hey, make I it i had to decide i had to describe pixels i don't want to hear true. it that's true so they make it to the firewall, which is as far as Jailbreak has ever made it. And, of course, it's an actual wall on fire because that's... Oh, that's imaginative. I see. That's what I mean. That's exactly what this film is like. It's like, what's the first thing you think of when firewall? Oh, I think of a wall on fire. Good! Make that! Okay. <laughs> and they get through it. And, of course, the virus bots don't, right? Yeah. So they can't get past the firewall into the magic cloud, which they do through Dropbox. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Dropbox is the magical key to the cloud, which... You know, I wonder who, how much they paid for that. 
I don't know about your bot Dropbox, but my Dropbox is usually full of crap. Yeah, it's literally yeah. like visually, it should be like, so what's that closet in the spare room that nobody uses? <laughs> yeah, that's Dropbox. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, but instead, it's sparkly, shiny, you know, whatever. Um, I guess it's 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 info heaven. I guess that's that's close enough. So yeah. they make it just in the nick of time because tension. Uh, they make it into cloud or Dropbox cloud or whatever. I who cares? Yeah. Um, and this keeps the the um, evil the bots, bots out, right? Because right? they can't get past the firewall. And here's how they get past this, because obviously we need the characters to go back to the phone. Yeah, because, it's going to be know, destroyed, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> literally the, the viral bot is kicked out. It can't get past the firewall. It looks angry. It turns. It sees the email app, moves towards the email map. We cut away. And then five minutes later... It reaches through into the cloud and grabs Jailbreak and runs off. What? I... <laughs> so is the is the implication is it somehow emails itself to the cloud? I guess. But we are, I don't... they don't actually tell you or show you? No. No. Okay. No. Or they grab there. I don't know. It maybe grabbed everybody. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but it's literally like, I know. And <laughs> it just leaves and then wins. I... <laughs> oh. So all the characters, I guess they all got dragged out, or I don't, I don't remember, I don't care. Um, they all get dragged out or back to Smiley, and Smiley has upgraded the viral bot using um, evil bad viro techno magic, um, whatever. weird science magic, it's magic of, his of your helm, helm. Right? yeah. And so now she's going to destroy anybody who gets in her way. Zap, zap, zap. But meanwhile, um, Alex has made it to the the phone store. Where he, and I kid you not, remember this is 2017, I kid you not, the nice phone lady takes the 30-pin connector, <laughs> oh, plugs it into his 4S, okay. <laughs> and uh. um, proceeds to very slowly erase the phone. Uh. And meanwhile, of course, what's happening is that... Uh, we're, we're trying to save everything. So it, it turns out that Addie has, at the meantime, also come into the phone, and she texts Alex. Into the phone and, or into the phone store? Phone store. Phone store. Oh, right. Oh, you get too much imagination. Calm down. Oh, Remember, sorry, two dimensions. Sorry. Two dimensions. Right. And he sees her her text show up in his phone, so he wants to... Suddenly, there's there's a reason for him to, to halt the the draining or the, the erasure of the phone. Um and it is up to uh, Meh to be in his box and be scanned so that Alex can send her a text that will make her like him. Okay. And so what he does is he, they say, be yourself. And so he does all of the faces like in a, a, an animated emoji. Oh, okay. Um, so predating, I guess, animojis, although not really. And yeah. it gets sent, and of course Alex is like, oh no, I wish I hadn't sent that. Addy gets it, and it's like, wow, your emoji's really cool. I suddenly and, am and in love with you. Exactly. Okay. I, and, and, and we do the same thing with Jailbreak, because Jailbreak, when she's in the bar, and it's this, this bar, and the bartender is actually one of the characters I thought was kind of cool. He was named Trojan Horse. <laughs> and he, he's this big guy and when they ask him a question he turns around and little viruses inside him answer their question so it's like oh, that's I, not very imaginative but it was kind of cute oh, um, right. and we meet Jailbreak and she's the disaffected um, sour um, jaded yeah. yeah and it's literally like three minutes later it's like I like you man it's like okay uh. so anyway just in time Alex decides oh I don't want to erase my phone after all he pulls out the 30 pin and the phone is magically not erased at all yeah wait a sec the erasure had already started uh it was 99% done the last but, thing but that he was pulls it out and everything's fine yeah that is not how phones work that is this not how any electronics work this isn't how narrative works. Uh, so, yeah. And again, uh, remember, this is the kid with the pirate app and the skinned pirate app, uh, yeah. and he needs help erasing his phone. No. Yeah, we, uh, wait a sec. Why didn't he just do a factory reset? You don't have to go to the store for that. La, 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 <laughs> la, la. You can do that with, like, four clicks. I told you, you can't ask this movie any questions. Okay, nope. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so he, Alex, learns to be himself. Man learns to be himself. Wait, how does Alex learn to be himself when he's been sending mistaken emojis? 
because she thinks he's cool and he's like i'm yeah. i'm cool i'll have to ask my manager no she i'm sorry even I'm that cute. she thinks i'm cute yeah 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 uh, so he, she asks him out. They go out, I guess. Okay. Um, they have emojis, whatever. <laughs> um, and all of the class barriers yeah. have now been removed in Emoji Land because everyone realizes what a cool guy Matt is. So they, the little what? velvet ropes that keep the uh, the the lower, lesser used Mez out of the cool club are removed. Everyone loves each other. The end. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That make that makes no sense and sounds bad. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So, um, believe it or not, though, this movie sort of tries to kind of, in a slight way, champion women's rights. What? So, hang on. I just got an email. Hey, it's from women's rights. It says, (laughs) please don't help us. Emoji movie. Thanks. (laughs) Women's rights. (laughs) So they try Um, to do the whole thing where... The, the the girl character the the jailbreak character yeah. it's like i don't want to be thought of as a princess i want to be something cool and different and for most of the movie it is but at the end she's the princess again and that's and what does that somehow save them from something kind of so yeah. one of the things that when they find out she's a princess both the first high five asks and then matt asks is it true that when princesses whistle birds come and show up and chirp around her and she gets all pissed off and says, no, 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 it's not true. It's not true. But at some point in the movie, because she said that, you know, she's going to have to do it. And guess what bird shows up? Remember, we're in a phone. Oh, it's so when not she the whistles, Twitter bird. Is it? Oh, Max, maybe you can still be a writer for this film. <laughs> now they, she rides again, the they, Twitter, that was from Rick and Ralph. Yeah, she rides the Twitter bird back to save her friends. Uh... So, yeah, like, okay, now I remember because that just jogged my memory. Uh uh, so so she didn't get grabbed. Uh, Matt and and High Five get grabbed. Oh, so she, right. so she to comes save to save them. Yeah, but then she doesn't stay. Jailbreak. She goes back to being the princess emoji. And quite oh. honestly, she was cooler looking as the jailbreak yeah, emoji. Yeah, sounds like. I was like, and she's capable. Like she. Yeah. I, also, she was cool. She's hanging out in a bar and with all the viruses and like people wouldn't t- talk to her because she was like, I'm I'm cool. Leave me alone. And they left. Her it's alone. also a cool kind of hacker ref- reference. You know what mm. jailbreak is. The term yeah. to uh, crack the security on your iPhone so you can right. uh, remove the walled garden thing and install whatever you want. Right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Huh. Yeah. So, um, did you recognize any of the voice cameos? There's apparently a bunch of them. No. Don't care. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, if they're voice actors, then hopefully I wouldn't because they were using a voice that they, you know, would otherwise make money with uh, here. And, you know, you don't want to waste that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you kind of already answered this. I was wondering, is there like an underlying message of the movie, and does it come across effectively, or does it feel tacked on? And it sounds like not a, there is one, Be but yourself. it's... Yeah, but it's also completely TM. subverted. It's like... I, I mean, no, he's he's himself, and everyone loves him, right? Because yeah. that's what... Because, you know, here, if you're awkward, if you're weird, if you're not one of the popular people if you were never going to be you know voted most likely to exceed it's okay because if you be yourself the whole world will love you uh, <laughs> so let me uh, testify against that hello yeah, um, okay so that's yeah. just unreasonable because the idea yeah i mean it's one thing to say be yourself and because the idea there is if you be yourself you you like you yeah as but in this case, not no, only external it, validation. <laughs> well, now to be fair, they actually mentioned that at one point, and, it, oh. and they they talk about um, getting likes is more important than actually having friends that are close. They actually say that, so it's kind of Ooh. like, huh? They're they're they are trying to point out some interesting sort of kind of relevant thing about how <coughs> Instagram. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media is not mm-hmm. should not be considered a a substitution for actual human interaction no matter what the social media might want you to think mm. um and it is true but it's it's so lost amongst the detritus that you know whatever uh, um so yeah the uh, theme or or, or moral the moral yeah. is don't go see this film <laughs> uh four dollars down the drain because yes as bad as this oh. movie was it still wasn't on netflix i have oh. yet to be able to watch a movie for this entire, we're on episode sixty-five. Either mm-hmm. I already owned the movie, or I had to rent it because none of the services I had access to, except for one. There was one thing I had to watch. Oh yeah, Mazes and Monsters. I had to watch on YouTube. Yeah. One film out of sixty-five. 
I have not had to pay for in one way or another. And not just pain. So, you know, we, we as, leaving this question to the end doesn't make sense for in the, this series because it's usually pretty clear. We usually say, oh, so did you, what did you <laughs> think of it? So let me ask, so let's put it this way. The Roundup. Uh, on a scale of, say, accidentally ha hammering your thumb up to shoving needles into every orifice on your body, how painful was this movie? So here's the thing. Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. The film did make me laugh. Yeah. And now I, I, I yeah, quite, it was the lowest form of humor. And I'm specifically susceptible to fart jokes. Um, which yeah, this is, maybe... is true. I'm sorry. I got to tell a story here. Okay. Oh, no, I showed here. I showed Mike, which a movie he had never seen. This was like 20 years ago. I showed him this movie. It is a classic of American comedy. The movie made me laugh from the outset. Pretty much the opening scenes. It's Blazing Saddles. Yep. Mike sat there for the first 15 minutes, absolutely stone faced. Didn't mm -hmm. crack a smile. Yeah. Until we got to the infamous campfire scene where they're all eating beans and very loudly farting. And I thought Mike was going to rupture something because he started laughing so hard. He literally, literally fell off his chair and was rolling on the floor, turning bright red, couldn't breathe. I've never seen him laugh that hard in my life. Besides the fact that it's true, is sometimes all it takes is somebody else besides myself saying the word fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's that's kind of Mike's humor kryptonite. If you fart jokes and he just he just loses it. So so movie makers of America, if you want to appeal to at least one guy in Michigan, put more farts in your movies. And if you want my twelve bucks, yep. Just you know, there you go. I mean, I hope it's not too late to add this to the next Star Wars movie, you know. Yeah. Embrace your destiny, Ray. Join the dark side. Farticlorians, you yep. heard it here first. Um, now, Farticlorians yeah. would have been more interesting. Anyway. So, so here's the deal. Yeah. This movie is like a small, cheese-infused fart expelled <laughs> at an outdoor cafe in Paris. For a moment, it's rather annoying and pungent, but... After even a slight breeze, it's barely a memory. Okay. Like, a lot of the stuff you're asking me, if you didn't prod me, I would have already forgotten. You know, I'm I'm uh, uh, Pat Nixon. I, I got my finger on the on the erase button. It's like... Doo -doo 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 -doo. Pat Nixon um, was... No, no. Pat Nixon no. was his wife. You're talking about, like, uh, Rosemary... Yeah. What's her name? No, no, the no. no the, sec the secretary who sat there erasing the tapes. I thought it was actually Pat at one point said I she did it too. I don't think so, but no, well, whatever. I somebody did. Some, yeah. Um, I it's 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 uh, totally unmemorable. There is nothing new. Um, I mean, if he gave Stephen Wright some money, then good because Stephen Wright's hilarious. Um, mm. If he's got some of the best one-liners in comedy history, and right. it's not always just his delivery; it's that they're just funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so good for that. You know, I'm glad that somebody said, you know who would be good for this? We should give money to this guy. Good. James Corden, I enjoyed. I don't I don't watch his uh, his karaoke car show. Um, I'm sure he's a lot of fun. I know he's a talk show, too, or something, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's fine. Uh, TJ, who's a what's-its? TJ um, Miller, who you know yeah. from Big Hero 6. He was yep. Fred. And I loved him as Fred. He was great. He was obviously supposed to be sort of the new Shaggy. Awesome. You know, mm -hmm. he was he's a great slacker character. I like him in Deadpool as the bartender. Um, he's fun in is, that too. He's is fine. T.J. Miller. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know that that's fine. But there's just nothing. I mean, it. Last week I said that we were making Max watch the lowest rated film, uh, at least online lowest rated film that we'd done in the show. This one I think is actually lower. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's actually worse. Hmm. I think it's bad. It's it's annoyingly thin. There's and no imagination. Original, it sounds like the character design for the humans is as bland as you can get. I mean, it's like, but it's not offensive. <sighs> the, the only offensive part is that it, they took fifty million dollars and this is what they made. <laughs> yeah. 
it's just it's bad it is very very bad it is not funny bad uh quite honestly i had a lot more fun talking about it with you than i did watching it um but i'm gonna say like so because we have to talk about this too is this is this is this is your hand you gave me a a straight last week yeah so i i need to know what what straight is it what's the beginning card what's the ending card I would say it's pro- it's a I'd say it was a low straight. I'd say it was like a four, five, six, seven, eight. So I'm gonna have to give this one like a three, four, five, six, seven. So I'm gonna say that that quite honestly, okay. I'm gonna win because you were far yeah. more angry, and yeah. I also laughed twice more than you did. <laughs> and also, I rem- Pixels has stayed with me. I remember so- some of the parts that pissed me off still are with me. I still remember stuff about it. It sounds like this movie you won't remember anything in a week. Well, I'm sitting there going, well, how many people made it to the cloud? Uh, and I launched this yesterday. That's it. <laughs> That's it right. You didn't remember who got kidnapped either. No. It's mm. like, wait, because uh, so-and-so, I know that, that High Five ends up with one of the internet trolls in the trash pile. But wait, how did they get there? Was that the dance thing? I think. I don't know. Uh, how, how many made it to the cloud? Who got took by the robot? I don't I still don't know. Did did both Meh and High Five make it into the cloud? I literally don't uh, remember. Okay, so, oh, but it sounds, so it sounds like, yep, you won uh, this hand by giving me the worst movie, Pixels. Yeah. So that's, so, uh, that's so uh, two, it's hands two, for me. Out of th- two hands out of three, I think. Yeah. Mm. So that means we only have one hand left. Have you yeah. already picked your film? Uh, I have a couple I'm looking at. I want, uh, to Tell me, what am I going to suffer through next week? Well, I see that's not fair because oh no no I'll to... tell you but uh, yeah well, I've got, you have to pick I've got it have... picked I've got it picked all right so I had to go looking because mm-hmm. I was like you know I've been too too kind to Max I know he likes musicals so I should stop giving him musicals or things that I know have music in it yeah. um and I'm gonna give him something that, that should have a little bit broader appeal you know I'm not gonna do anything too specific because you know that the the repo the genetic opera was very much for goth people and it was also a musical so it's it's a narrow audience I wanted to pick something that's gonna be you know, okay, just that... rip the Band-Aid off. What is it? Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn you to hell. For what it's worth, currently on that, that Rotten Fruit site, it's ranking at a 0%. Wow. The audience score, so however, is... So this is the second one, Baby Geniuses yeah. 2. Yeah. Uh, it, the oh. audience score, however, is much higher. It's 24%. <laughs> All right. You know what? I don't feel so bad about my choice then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am giving you the comic stylings of Tom Green. Tom Green, best known for well, nothing. He was he dated uh, he he dated Drew Barrymore for a while. Okay, I'm giving you Freddie Got Fingered. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I don't know anything about that film, but the title just is bespoke with quality. <laughs> Yeah, I have never seen it. I have only heard legends. This is supposed to be unbelievably horrifying. Have you heard of Super Babies? Super Babies I am afraid I have. So, now, just out of curiosity, how did you find, or how did you make, make your choice for um, Freddy Got Fingered? Um, combination. Some internet critic talked about it, and I did a search for, I think, it's the worst movies of 2010. Oh, see, you were you were too narrow. I just went worst movies ever, and no, this maybe was that, number. Maybe that was there too. I honestly don't remember where I found it. I, I was list diving. I, oh, well, hey. that was it. I think it was the worst movie of the two thousands. If it makes you uh, feel any better at all, yeah. it, it's not the number one. It's the number two. Oh. <laughs> what was the number one? I forget. Oh. I don't care. Super. Yeah. I saw. Ooh, Super Babies. That sounds great. Super and I watched the preview, and it's like, wow. Oh god. Wow. I've heard this of is... this. I've seen like clips. It looks babies so that turn bad. into superheroes. Yep. Oh. Yep. And hey, it's got uh, what's his name? Um, um, Angelina Jolie's father's in it. What's his name? Oh, John Voight. Yeah. John Voight <laughs> is in su- in baby super super G, babies. Whatever. Yeah. Oh. You might even say he stars in it. Oh. <laughs> So next week, Max will be groaning over Super Babies. I've already started. And then the week after, I will be groaning over Freddy Got Fingered. Will Max be able to come back and tie up this series? Or will Mike win, 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 win? (laughs) We'll find out next time. On Super Babies. (laughs) A Croft Super Show. Kill me.
Max Mike Movies is a co-production of The Voice of Max and The Movie Wrench.